What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Boys at 161st Street. Thanks for joining us today, as always. Before we get this rolling, we would really appreciate it if you guys could take two seconds and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. All right, that's enough begging. This is another episode of Roll Call, a miniseries where we individually talk about each player on the Yankees. 15 minutes starts now. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Boys of 161st Street. Another episode with JJ over here. This episode is a roll call episode all about our boy, Masahiro Tanaka. What do we think about Tanaka? Ready, Ready to, to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> what racist thing did you guys just say? No, it's from the, no, it's from the, it's from it, the commercial. They did, they did wow. the, the, what's it called? The uh, auto body the, commercial that Garrett the Willies called. or whatever. No, the whiffs. The whiffs, the whiffs. auto body. Okay. And then you didn't see that? No, 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 no. Now I did. You guys all of a sudden start doing an accent well, first that. thing in and you did it over each other. So I couldn't hear what it was you were saying. <laughs> and I, I wasn't looking at the screen it. at the time. I was just like, what the fuck kind of Nazi meeting that I just walked into? <laughs> no, because he went like this. He did the thumbs up. So I knew what he was going to do. And then I said, it. I didn't know what he was going to say at the same time. But that was yeah. when Tanaka was oh, like, it, it panned over to Tanaka and he just like dropped the hood of the car. And he goes, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's know, like, that makes sense. Just hearing it, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's what that is." Yeah. <laughs> when you was here, I did Like when two people are talking at the same time, it's like, "Oh, okay. yeah." We need to put some more context behind that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we put that in the clip, we'll make we'll put the the gif on the screen too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Tanaka last year, he's going into his age thirty one season. Last year, he ended up with thirty two games started, four point four five ERA, eleven and nine. With a one nine er one nine war, so Tanaka to me has been one of obviously our most consistent starters who tends to just be lights out in the playoffs for whatever reason. I don't know if he talks to his family that day. He just locks in. He, he just something different switches in his brain. What do you guys think about Tanaka? Yeah, I mean he's a. I've always been a big Tanaka fan. I think that he's just been a very consistent starter even if his era fluctuates you know throughout the months either way we always find a way to produce runs behind him or or find some way to win I, even though you know he has a 11 wins nine losses this season but i don't know i think i think it's one of those like eye test things where every time he's on the mound i just i feel more confident that we're going to win the game um Unless, yeah, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Tanaka fan. Unless he gives up the uh, the home run ball, because then he just looks like a lost puppy out there. Because he he's one of those players who either when you're in, he builds off that confidence and he just gets locked in. But he's when he's a he, body language guy, yeah, like yeah. Pineda. Pineda was a body language, the guy, biggest 100%. body language 100%. guy. If Pineda got out of the first inning with no runs, it was over. Yeah, if he yeah. gave up a, a run, which he did sixty percent of the time. <laughs> We were in trouble. Yeah, and Tanaka is exactly like that. Actually, now that you say it, I mean he he either will go nine scoreless or he'll go two with four or five runs given up, and it's literally yeah, dependent at, on the first he's couple batters. Too. Yeah, he whenever he hits a home run, 
or somebody or some a ball just routine single textbook single drops in front of them he'll throw his hands up in the air and it's it's just so interesting what the way he can beats up on himself or like gets in his own team like he's his biggest yeah. fan when he's when he's doing well and that obviously yeah. helps him go in the, the better direction the worst direction but Tanaka to me he'll have this the, the, a 4.5 ERA and honestly do we a question for you guys is do we overrate him a little bit he just isn't what we hoped he would be yeah cuz he came from uh Japan obviously and he was supposed to be this fantastic like top of the line ace potential guy and obviously the Tommy John that he elected to never get he became less of the cuz he used to be like a gas master he used to just have the heat and then when he elected to not get the surgery he became the finesse guy because the velocity obviously dips mm-hmm. and i think that's interesting and now he's starting to come into his own i feel like because now he's well, also adding the cutter too it's just it's one of those things where it's like we said about CC, like, oh, well, he went from throwing to learning how to pitch. Yeah. Like, that's what mm-hmm. we give us this cop out. No, how about I just wanted the guy who just fucking throws. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted Japanese Roger Clemens because that's always <laughs> what we're promised. Yeah. We're all everyone who was going to come over here with some like, oh, the gyro ball. No one's seen it before. He yeah. makes it dance like there's always something. Uh, and then it just ends up not being that. But it's still like a serviceable major league career. I mean, he's made a shit ton of money. I don't know that anyone's going to hand him, you know, as a free agent after this year. I don't think anyone's handing him $20 million a year. Yeah. But, you know, he'll get a decent deal, hopefully with us, because he's a great. He, the problem is he makes ace money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think how much is he making right now? Because he's not going to make that. 23. Again. He's not going to make that again. Um, the question is for you guys, obviously, Tanaka and Paxton are free agents after this year. If you had to pick one of those, who would you pick? Oof. Tanaka. Because yeah, the, Tanaka is going to be at a better price to be able to have more flexibility. You think it's yeah. going to be that a different? Boris guy. Yeah. I feel like the price yeah. might be relatively similar. Obviously, the Boris effect gets every every penny they're worth. But I think they're relatively similar in value considering the consistency that Tanaka brings and Paxton's injury problems. I think they that closes the gap a little bit. And honestly, in terms of performance, that's what I was more asking the question for. Like, who do you both healthy playoff game? Maybe playoff game is a bad example because Tanaka is the best playoff pitcher on our team. But mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, playoff game. I think that adds a lot of value to Tanaka, and I I would pick Tanaka regardless of money. If if you had to get them both for the same price, I'm, I'm picking Tanaka all day. Yeah, I'm just saying they're never going to be the same price. Like in the yeah. real world. Like Tanaka's got a family. He's got a base in New York. So he's probably, there might be some hometown discount there. Paxo will have spent one year in New York because there's no way there's yeah. baseball in New York this year. Yeah. So after one year in New York, a lot of time home rehabbing, uh, what's it in Houston, like in the Houston area, like, you know, it's kind of a blank canvas of like, Hey, where do you want to go? Who's going to give me money? We've just came out of a recession. Yeah. Um, we're like, we're in a recession, you know, depending on how things go. I think all that like factors in too. Yeah. yeah. Especially cause he didn't have, he didn't have a great Pax didn't have a great season either. There's not, there's not a lot backing him up to help him out with uh, an extension or, or anything. In the Yankees like, case, it's going to yeah. be worth a lot. Yeah, I agree. But and- like Boris finds that value because if you look at Pax and you go, all right, you kind of stunk, 
in 2019 until like the late in the season, the playoffs, you were good. I mean, you weren't the best pitcher ever, but you were like, you were good. And then you had a back surgery. And then if there was no season, it's like that. And we've seen nothing since. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that it's almost, it's almost like a sunny gray effect where it's, he's not great pitching in New York, but then if he goes somewhere else, he could be that pitcher that we saw in Seattle. Possibly because we've heard Sonny Gray say on like R2C2, like I was trying to get more into like Bauer shit and like the Yankees just weren't ready for that. They weren't ready for, you know, these crazy cameras that slow yeah. everything down more or, you know, Larry's not talking about spin rate as much as he's like, you know, you want to get a good cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Which is interesting now because who knows what it's like now with Matt Blake. And yeah. maybe that is maybe guys like, Bauer and I would I would have loved Bauer to come over as a free agent just because of his antics on the, on the side, but uh, with Tanaka specifically, I just I don't know what it is about him. He just like why can't you put together the playoff performances in the regular season? Because in the regular season he doesn't look great. He looks like an average pitcher, like you said, a third in the rotation guy, never higher than that. He'll never be an ace with well, in the playoffs. I'm putting him as the open as the game one starter, but I just don't understand. Why is it night and day? Like, that is just so weird to me. He's got, like, he throws out those, like, ace games every once in a while. Yeah, he'll flash mm-hmm. them. But, and it, like, brings us back. And we're like, you know, but there are times where you're, you know, like, fuck, man, this guy stinks because it's so much money. But if you were getting this out of him at, like, you know, $13 million a year, I don't think anyone would complain about it. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it is that he can't just, like, quite figure it out you know, all the time, but like not a lot of people can like, that's like rare air. Like Tanaka is not a hall of fame pitcher. No, no, not here in Japan. Like if he had stayed in Japan the whole time and he still might be in Japan, just be, like, I don't know how they decided or if they're dickheads about it or if they even have one. Um, but with our process, like no way. Yeah. And yeah. I, the night and day thing is, is so true. I'm just, I'm pulling up a quick couple of stats real quick, just to give some more context. But you know, in some games he has he lets up two hits, no no runs uh, and no bombs or anything like that, and then he goes back and lets up ten hits, twelve hits, eight hits, and completely shits the bed. So the the night and day thing is insane. I know we, up- we've gone to games like when we I remember going to one game where he went it was a day game I don't know which game it was but he, he went nine scoreless and I'm pretty sure he gave up like one hit. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And then then the next day we watch a game or the next start and he gives up like five runs in the first couple innings. It's just we, yeah, we talk mean, he, about him being Mr. Consistent, but I feel like he's the most inconsistent player on this team. He's a guy who you hear all the time. And like we give him credit for like, oh, he fought through even though he didn't have it tonight. Like, <laughs> I don't know, $23 million. Just have it. But you know, it's funny. Yeah. We just have it. They it's do say that because, all the time. <laughs> it's funny because I think that, again, because, because we think he's Mr. Consistent, the games that he maybe let lets up a lot of runs and produces that high ERA. We end up winning the game. You know, we end up winning these games that are 11, five, 17, 13, 12, 15. Like you was that? You win 11 and nine. I don't think we win those games. What? I actually don't think we win any of those games because when he has this bad stuff, those are all the nine losses. And then I'm, I know I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now. So he when he loses the good games. That makes no sense. I'm saying some games. I'm saying <laughs> some games. Some games where he has that high ERA, we end up winning, and well, that, yeah. that's why it's overshadowed sometimes. Well, the thing is, like he's if 
if we score six runs or more, he's seven and zero last year. If we score three to five runs, he's three and five. If we score zero and two, like zero runs to two runs, he's one and three. And I know it's like record, but his ERA is still like if we score three to five runs, his ERA is five six. Yeah, because like, he's still he's still letting up the runs in the seven games when we score six runs or more, and he's seven and zero. His ERA is four two three. Like yeah. that's average at best, middle of the road pitch. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe that might be off putting to another organization that can't have the same run support as the Yankees. And if he's showing that these numbers that he's producing, he's consistently doing this these four point four five ERA. He doesn't have the Yankees lineup to back him up. It might be a little off putting to other teams. Yeah. Entering the market. What those numbers tell me, honestly, is, and I'm not going to read too deeply into them, but honestly, those numbers kind of tell me a little bit that he plays up to his competition and right to it. Like, if you're in a tight ball game, one nothing, he'll go out and do that scoreless. Like, I think the game we went to that was nine scoreless, it's like one nothing. Like, he mm-hmm. plays exactly to his competition, not above, not below. And if we're in a shootout with the Astros, yeah, it looks good when you only give up five because the Astros are a great team. But he would have done that against any other team just because he has the run support to get. Like He has that buffer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in any game, he'll give up four runs if the Yankees put up six. He'll make it close. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like so the same way we say, you know, like he's I think we all agree like he's right there. Like He's a good mm-hmm. pitcher. He's right there. Yeah. Like he's four more dominant starts a season from like holy shit, yeah. like this guy's the man. But he is just as many, if not fewer, more blowouts away mm-hmm. from just like, yo, he's just not a good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, so, it, he's yeah. right in the middle. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what his win-loss ratio would be when the Yankees um, score first. Yeah. I, th- I think that a point that you brought up, JJ, was that he's the... Um, the body language and is again what Luke said was playing to a competition. I think that goes hand in hand because let's say that the Yankees score two runs, maybe he gets a little, he gets, you know, doesn't have that fire under him as much because he's got that run support. So maybe he starts letting up a little bit and, and vice yeah. versa. So I think that'd be an interesting stat line to look at, see what kind of relevance that brings. Yeah. He's got true. a lot of, um, starts that the game's over before it starts one way or another. He comes out and it's like he threw, 10 pitches, one, two, three, and then you're like, you guys are fucked tonight, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or he went out there and he just looks lost and, you know, has bad body language and gave up four home runs and just yeah. like, or you, you know, or gave up four runs or three runs. And it's just like, you know, another run's coming in the second and two in the third. Yeah. Because if that changeup's not working, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, part of me even thought when this first started, like when, you know, this, you know, things look bad for like where like the world is going right now. Like Tanaka, you should just get fucking surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be a season. You're coming off like a good, you know, decent, you know, season. You get it. And then maybe you come back to the Yankees because like you kind of want to anyway on like a cheaper deal because like how much are you going to impress, you know, and now you're only playing maybe three quarters of a season next year. Uh but you could do that back to throwing gas if you think you can do that. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting because yeah. that's that's what Chris Sale did. Because, I mean, the second he got a whiff of this, 
like this whole thing that was going to happen, he shut it down. He said, "All right, let's just get the surgery." Well, they also traded Price and Mookie Betts, exactly. which makes it, that decision a lot easier. Yeah. If they said Judge was out for the season for yeah. like his rib, and then like Stanton got hit by like a bus, and they're just like, <laughs> "Listen, this is a very Mike Talkman team right now." <laughs> this <laughs> team is led by Mike Talkman. I forgot Tyler that Wade. this was two separate podcast that joke is a callback for only the three go back and watch go back and watch <laughs> and anyone who did the talkman yeah, yeah. they did the talkman so we'll release this one after the other ones <laughs> so everybody yeah, has yeah, context there you go <laughs> but i i think that is interesting because he i don't know he just seems like wait where were we going with this i had a point <laughs> i was saying he maybe should have thought about tommy john tommy john well, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's an extreme move. It was easier for sale to make the decision than it would be to, yeah. you know, if there is yeah. some kind of season, if there is some kind of World Series, if you're a player, I think, you know, you'll take this one over none. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the point I was trying to make was Tanaka will never really have that opportunity to like the Yankees have been good and they're always a playoff contender. So he's never going to really be like, OK, this is the season where I'm going to take off. If you're on another team like. The Orioles, he would have got that done probably in year one, like in the year where it happened. Oh yeah. So but it's, it's also it's also Tommy John. It's it's a different type of surgery. Although, like if you have a other surgery that's a little more predictable with the rehab and how you're going to come out throwing afterwards, it might be an easier decision. But because Tommy John is so unpredictable with recovery time and how it's going to go and how you're going to come back throwing, it's it also makes the decision just that much tougher. Honestly, I don't is think it, is don't, it still unpredictable. I feel like it's pretty predictable now. I don't know. I I mean, I could be very. I don't take my word in anything medical related, but <laughs> I think I feel like from what I've heard, a lot of the times you come back either throwing better or throwing much worse or almost the same. But from what I've heard, it's just always very unpredictable. Still, either way, I, I honestly don't think this will ever be an issue for him because I think he's completely bought into that whole figure out how to pitch kind of campaign because he is now this season adding the cutter that to me is an indicator that he's all into being this finesse pitcher he's never going to get this surgery because why why would he if why are you adding a cutter and becoming this just finesse guy because he has the slider cutter sinker like all that sort of stuff you know i think he's i think you're just you're holding it together because how old is he again 31 31 31 you get another four-year contract you made i don't know how much in japan you made 155 so far um, with this, like the current contract. You know, you just get another thing. You're set for life. Who knows what the fucking endorsement money is like yeah. over there for him? Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably doing ads we have no idea about. <laughs> yeah, I think he's set on money. That's not the problem. I think more of the thing is that if he were to get the surgery, let's say, let's play just into a, a different world here, he then has to. He's been this finesse pitcher for how many years? When did the injury allegedly happen? Like three or four years ago? No, it was like right away, I believe. So like I, five I, or six years ago. Then. Yeah, it was a while ago. It he's was a while been in the league for six years. So I, th- I think it was like his first season. So then six years he's been dealing with this. Maybe I feel 15. like at this point, let alone being like like adding the cutter, buying into being this, I feel like he's in too deep to go back to what he was because – like then you got to figure out. He spent all this time figuring out how to be a finesse pitcher, coming from a power pitcher. Then you mm-hmm. got if you get the surgery, you got to go back and figure out how to be a power pitcher. Like I feel like that's almost too daunting to even go into, like to get the surgery. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, he, it, now it's kind of like he is what he is. But at the same time, now you're going to the market as like he is what he is. And what he yeah. is is like a number three starter. Yeah, And, you know, it, it's more likely than not that he's going to become worse and not better. Yeah. And that's the difference between if he gets the surgery because then it's all upside versus yeah. just he is what But he who is. knows? Maybe Matt Blake is like, hey, I got this fucking trick. I'd you want to see some spins? <laughs> some spin rates, buddy? Would be like the Houston Astros in here. I, I would not be opposed to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, maybe he's more likely to want to stay because yeah. may, we treat it like if Matt Blake's so good, he should treat it like Scientology. And like there's different <laughs> levels and you earn it over time. And then he can unlock more out of you. Yeah. It's worked for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Scientology. <laughs> All right. I think that's where we end the episode. I think we got we got a little <laughs> bit of Scientology. <laughs> we'll end it on Scientology. Okay, that was uh Tanaka. Tune in next time, see who we I don't know how, how we got to Scientology, but, but we'll talk we'll get somewhere else crazy on a different. Your play. listeners will like it. Yeah. Yeah, they'll like it. Yeah. Anyway, see you guys. Just another way to survive. Should have seen a coma when I got a little brighter With the name like Dan, the California day was gonna come when I was gonna moan ya A little loaded, she was stealing another breath I love my baby today Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.